Tom. Uh, how, how do you say his last <laughs> I name? I think it's Wham Whamstums. Whamsgan. Whamsgan. Our favorite part of the movie or show are the credits at the start and the end. The songs are like a long lost friend. Credits score. Where credits get the credit they're due. Um, do you want to welcome people? Nope. You want me to do it? Yep. I pointed at you. Okay. Welcome everybody to Credits Score. Credits we, yes, Score. With an extra S on the credits at the yes. end. And we are the podcast that gives credits the credit they're due. That's right. We, my name is Gary Dudak. And my name is Max and Miller. No doo-doo. No. no. Or no do. I, I was trying to make something work there and I got nothing. Max Mildew. No, it doesn't work. No, that's, that's bad. That's, oh. And that's not pleasant. Already Biscuit has bitten my foot. He's Biscuit, still biting my foot. <laughs> Biscuit, my dog, has run into the room and just bit Gary's foot. Well, he, his he, shoe. he's a sneaky little bastard. He uses a blanket to pretend that he's playing, but then he bites me through the blanket. Yeah, he's smart because he doesn't, he won't bite people, yeah. but he'll, yeah, he does it through a toy and he thinks it's like, oh, they won't know that I'm biting them. Yeah, when I showed up tonight, he came up to me with the blanket and like jumped on me, you know, in joy. So I gave him a pet, but then he did a sneak bite on my knee through the well, blanket. Well, this episode is already a smashing success if you ask me <laughs> what a start speaking of a smashing success how about that haircut you got over there i did get a haircut yeah uh i feel a little bit like brandon walsh from 90210 <laughs> yeah my, the, the guy that cuts my hair always goes for like extra volume yeah, when i leave it's definite volume <laughs> yeah. very wavy flowing hey listen Everyone, go back and listen to our very first episode. We did Beverly Hills 90210. Good callback. There you go. Yeah. yeah. And it's a perfect night for you to have this haircut because it's just me and you doing a podcast and then going to bed. Or, right. Well, we're not going to bed. Yeah. Going home and going Biscuit to bed. Biscuit is now biting my feet. <laughs> He's a maniac tonight. I told you. I told okay. you. Shh. Come here. I told you, man. Come here. Okay. We're all right. Well, down. now that we got that all out of the way. Shh. Everyone let's, calm down. Let's calm down. Let's take a deep breath and let's talk about one of the shows that makes me more anxious and uncomfortable than any other show in a long time. That's true. We, uh, you, you know this. You clicked play. You are probably as obsessed with the show as we are if you click play. Yes, indeed. Um, I we're think doing, so. We're doing Succession. You should be anyways. Yeah. Yeah, Succession. That's yeah. right. And we, we weren't going to do it this season, I don't think. Mm -mm. And Gary, didn't, even, didn't even cross my mind to do it until recently. Yeah, Gary and I were talking earlier this week and just said, we should just fucking do it. Yeah. And yeah. that's that's how Logan Roy uh, would probably say. Well, we he'd probably just fucking say, do it. He'd probably say "fuck off" to somebody first, but yeah. then he would say that. Yeah, yeah, let's just fucking do it. Yeah, let's fucking. We're buying Pierce. We're fucking doing it. People, all my uh, successes will know what I'm talking about with Pierce buying Pierce there. Right. You know what? I actually want to throw out before we get too deep in here that we are recording this with probably two more episodes left in the well there's two left the second season there's two left in the second right. season right now but right. by the time this airs there will either be one left or the finale will just have aired right like, all i'm saying is that there's gonna this is a the spoiler you're getting right now yeah. we are probably going to talk about stuff up until that point a little bit yeah i mean we're I'm gonna focus gonna on the much, credits right but we're gonna you know give you a little bit of this some and that. stuff is gonna pop up uh yeah so yeah. i just like, like maybe like maybe a rap that Kendall possibly did. Maybe. Okay. Maybe that'll come out. That's your official spoiler alert. <laughs> but we, won't, we will not be spoiling the final two episodes, though. Right. Because so we you, don't know what's going to happen. If you're there. listening to this podcast and you haven't seen the finale or the second to last episode, you're in the, you're fine. Of you're the good. second season. Of the second season, yes. So we someone's going to be like, oh, spoil, the first one. We will yeah. spoil the entire first season. Yeah. So if you don't want to listen to that, then 
go ahead and go back to the Brendan Walsh episode, Beverly Hills 90210. Listen to that, and then come back later when you've watched. Yeah. I think I think that's fair enough warning now. I think we're good. Okay. So anyway, Succession. Good yeah. show. Yeah. Can I just I, tell you I, right I, away, did you watch it from the get-go? No. Okay. Neither, I, neither I told I. you about it that's initially. Right. Yeah, I, think, well, I think you did and my in-laws did. Right. Both. But, but I remember it had a slow start. Mm-hmm. Everyone is obsessed with it now. But I remember seeing previews and being like, I have zero interest in this show. Same here. It I was, it was, uh, I kept seeing, you know, HBO pre- promos for it as I was probably, well, I can't remember what I was watching at the time, maybe Game of Thrones or something. I, I forget. Um, and I was getting ready, to, I was preparing to have my, my baby, my, my first child, my daughter. And I remember being like, this show, I'm never watching this show. And this looked stupid because I thought it looked like the big short on TV, kind of. Yeah. And this was before I even knew that Adam, Adam McKay had anything to do with it. And I just thought that the promos made it look too uh, snarky or something. There was something to it I didn't like. But it, the promos were misleading because it's not really like that at all. I agree. And uh, and I, me- I remember specifically there's a part in the promo where Brian Cox, who's on the show, says to one of the guys, are you crying? Are you crying right now? And it was like such a such a like cliched joke, you know what I mean? That I was like, oh, this, this looks lame. But then if you watch the episode, it's totally different. And the show is totally different. So... Anyways, long story short, I ended up watching it a lot when my baby was born and those first... Any fellow uh, parents out there who've had a newborn know that you're in the throes of it at the the first couple weeks or months and you don't sleep and you have a lot of down or a lot of TV time. And that's when we watched it. The first season, anyways. So what you're telling me is that you're you're studying parent parenting by watching this show. Yes, you, you're taking <laughs> tips from Logan Roy. Yes. Yes. The, the ultimate the, father. All the people. Uh, yeah. Logan Roy and also Kendall. Kendall's is a really great, great yeah. Fa- he's really a pretty great good dad. father. Yeah. Yeah. It's been passed down. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll get into that a little bit more later, but I uh, just want to say that's how I and now I love the show. Yeah. Now it's like my favorite show. I, I started watching it I think ha- half of the first season had played had been had gone but what's the word i'm uh, uh aired air, there you go, there you go. Uh, that's aired. Good. Yeah. yeah it's simple, friday night We've simple word uh, <laughs> sipping on some tequila after since his haircut maybe during his haircut i don't know i had to because of the volume <laughs> i was getting <laughs> i had to drink to be able to wear this hairstyle around yeah definitely um so i remember it started getting some like word of mouth mm-hmm. so i said okay i'll give it a shot one night when my girlfriend skylar had fallen asleep i was like i'll go give this a shot and i started watching it and i was immediately hooked yeah. in the first episode i had heard that it doesn't really like go pedal to the metal until like a the third minutes, which yep. is which is true yeah but i was hooked from the get-go i just totally. thought it was fantastic the characters and, are great and then one thing that we should talk about pretty much right now uh-huh. is the theme music or yes. the, the, the score throughout the episodes yes. but also the theme song yeah which uh i think is a pretty good entryway into us talking about what we do here the credits. Yes. Because we're going to do the opening credits for Succession as Biscuit continues to bite Max. He's a maniac tonight. It's like some some night, sometimes we record and Biscuit's a little angel and yep. he just like lays in the yep. room and some nights he's a monster. Would, tonight he's a monster. I would say a little bastard. That's what I A little mean. bastard. Yeah. He's he's like a, if uh, Logan Roy was a dog right now, <laughs> he's just berating me. Oh, he seems a little uh, Roman-esque to me, actually. He's got a little bit of both. Yeah. yeah. I'd say yeah. so, too. A little brat a little and a little, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But you're right. Let's get started with these credits. I should mention that we are going to be going through the season two opening credits. Yep. They are slightly different than the season one opening credits. We'll discuss those as we go through. But the ones we're looking at, if you are if you like to list, look along as you're listening, I don't know if anyone <laughs> Do you think does anybody that. does that? They, I think, they bust out, they I pull like out their laptop, ever, yeah. and they're like, okay, season two credits, play. Yeah. And they play along oh, with Oh, they us. pause it, they pause it, pause, pause. <laughs> 
<laughs> that would be amazing if they did. Um, and as with many, many shows, the theme music is the same in season one and season two. It's just the visuals. Some of the visuals, yeah. which we'll walk you through. Of course. As we always do, with never any mistakes. Never. Okay. Hits you right off the bat. This look, this is a hard one for me because we we stop a lot in the credits yep. on this show. But I love this song so much. I just want to listen to the whole thing every single time it's on. You at least want to get five to ten seconds every time. Yeah. But, uh, so but many things are too changing. much has happened yeah. already. I want to say that when I first watched these credits, I was like, okay, I don't have to watch this ever again. I agree. Because like, a lot of times, especially HBO, they're so long. Yeah. And right. you're like, okay. like even, even Game of Thrones, which we've done, and Big Little Lies, which we've done, they're great songs, right? They're epic, they're, but you don't really care. I, I feel like you're, you're like, I heard it once, but this one always gets me and I always want to listen to it every single week. It's like a little treat every single week. Yeah. And it's awesome. It's and so it's catchy. like, as, as, you've, as you've gotten to know these characters more, it beca- you, you're trying to find, look for clues in the credits yeah. almost about their upbringing or yeah, what, I, what, what the credits mean, I guess. Exactly. Whereas when you first meaning, started watching, it was like, okay, I don't know what's going on. When first started watching, on. didn't give a shit, thought yeah. it was like home movie stuff. Yeah. Because we'll talk about it, but that's kind of what it looks like. Right off the bat, right when that first bloom, that little like, I guess it's a, I guess it's a percussion right off the bat, that, yeah. that kind of like beat before yeah, it goes into like the piano music. bells almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you see that like, it looks like a home video, right? And, and the what first do you see shot, first? you see four kids, four rich-looking, well-to-do kids in suits, uh, and a redheaded girl is in a dress. Is she redheaded in this? She looks reddish hair to me, okay. or reddish brown, I would say. Yeah. So we. And, and this is I something. Burped, I, oh, good. Burping yeah. off the mic. That's, <clears throat> no, that was in the mic. Oh, in the yeah, mic. I kind of, I kind of like suppressed it, so uh-huh. I kind of cupped it in my mouth a little bit. But anyway, I, I let it out now. Classy. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm learning. Thirty five episodes. You, you are, you are the Roman Roy of this podcast, I believe. <laughs> Romulus. Who would I be? Uh, you're Kendall. Kendall. Yeah. Because of my rapping skills, yeah, your hair kind of looks like him a little okay. bit, and your yes, and your rapping skills, and uh-huh. your uh, uh, cocaine. I was gonna say, yeah, and your and yeah, your, right. and your crippling, my heavy, my heavy crippling drug cocaine addiction use, as well. Right, yeah. right. Okay, you're you're you're, uh, you're at you're an addict. Is yeah. what I'm trying to say. So yeah, we see these four kids from left to right. You see who I assume is Kendall on the left. See, that's what I'm going to ask. Because are, are we to assume that these are the Roy children for sure? I, I don't know, but I think it either way, I think it represents them. Yeah, in a way. Like, even if it's not them specifically, it's kind of still Let's their, say that it's not their home video. Yeah. It, it's it's a family just like them. Maybe right. a fictional family like them. Right. Because it all matches up. Because you got, you have a the, the kid who's the second tallest and looks the second oldest on the left. So that would be Kendall, right? Mm-hmm. For, for all my successes out there, you know, right. Kendall is the oldest son... Right from logan's second marriage mm-hmm. but he's not the oldest son from logan's first marriage which would be on the right hand side I, I just want to point out that this is the first frame of these credits <laughs> yeah. buckle up people yeah yeah <laughs> so on the far right you have a kid who's taller that's most likely connor which was played by alan rock we'll talk about that later and then to his left you have the girl who would be uh shiv shaban shivan is it i thought shaban like with the Sh- b it is, but they call her Shiv, so it must be pronounced. It's, I, I think I don't know Shiv what, is just like, it's just like a variation of a nickname, uh-huh, kind of okay. like you know, uh, I don't know, Dick for for Richard. You know what I mean? Okay, it's funny that you went to that one. <laughs> <laughs> Always thinking about Dick. Uh, and then to the left of the girl and to the right of Kendall is the is the smallest one, the most 
smaller in stature and the young. But I, I think actually in the show, Roman is not the youngest. I think he's older than Shiv. That's that's what I'm saying too. These kids all look very close in age, and I don't think that's the case with. I think the, they're pretty close in age on on the show. Uh, really? I think. Um, I think Connor's probably Connor's. Older. How, how old do you think he is in his fifties? No, no. no I think how old is Alan Rook? Who yeah, plays Connor? probably right. Late forties, late late forties, maybe fifty. I okay. wouldn't say he's past fifty. I would say he's in his fifties. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. Really? I mean, in real life, I well, don't know how ha- old Alan Ruck is, but you're probably look, right. He probably is. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, how old's Matthew Broderick? I'm thinking because he was in. But Ferris everybody Bueller. on TV plays somebody younger. Okay. You know what I mean? So you got to shave ten years, right? What I'm saying is, I think these kids in this shot look a lot closer in age than the Roy children are supposed to, are are All as right. adults fair, in the show. Uh, fair enough. Fair. Yeah. You're probably right about that. Okay. <laughs> Holy shit. Alan Ruck is 63. See, there's oh, no way he's fuck. playing a, a All 45 right, so maybe year old. He's 53 on the show. Yeah. And then Kendall's probably forty. Forty, uh, yeah, yeah, probably forty because his kids are like yeah. a little bit older. I'd say, I'd say, uh, and you don't think that that kid is ten years older than? <laughs> no, right, he's not. right. Yeah, it's, right. There's a big difference in the, yeah. these kids are all within the same few years. All right, so let's say that this. Did you ever look? Did you look it up and see if this family is supposed to be? There's the, no the answers yet, unless I missed it. But yeah, I, I didn't see I, it. Either. I researched it, and people I, people I have their theories. The I don't think and wide. we're getting in early here. I think people are just really like starting to dive into these credits. I agree. And really kind of like start picking apart. And I think I, I, I think they maybe did not have a full plan for that first season or before when they first shot the credits yeah. necessarily. And now it's kind of more forming, especially as we see in these second it's season more metaphorical credits. Or possibly yeah. Representative, yeah, they yeah. reshot some stuff. To make to, that's definitely the Roy children, to fit I think. Yeah, season two. Yeah, because we should point out right away, the very first shot in the credits in season two is different than the very first shot in season one. Because in season one, it's just one boy and his dad, right? That looks that could possibly represent Logan and Kendall. And it also looks like this is shot on a much um, older camera, if you will, than in the eighties. Uh, think about a VHS camera that you had when yeah, you were a kid. Yeah, I guess this was supposed right. to be in the eighties when yeah. we were kids. This is probably more like the seventies. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely older. Okay, looking. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. And like I said, I I went to the far ends of the internet. I was all over the place, dark web, some of the nastiest sites you've ever just searching far and wide for answers. Couldn't find them for for answers or for like well, um, you know other like stuff too. Donkey but. porn. <laughs> <laughs> no, not donkey porn. Uh, all right. Anyway, so we're at the first uh, second of these credits. So I think maybe we should, try, <laughs> should, try to should move a little bit. Um, so them. Thing, just real quick, I'll point out the music hits, boom, and then the piano, and right away the credits start. Like there's right. not even like ten seconds. It's like boom, the first name pops. Yeah, we up. had our first name. Should we say it? Let's. I'm gonna. Uh, uh, we, yes, we, we should. We backtracked a bit, but let's see the name that pops up here. Okay. There it is. Hiam. Abbas. Abbas. Yes. Who? And, okay. So these these credits are in alphabetical order. By the way, that's something that you don't see often to anymore. Yeah. Like, you actually don't see it much at all in opening credits. Sometimes they'll do it at the end, though. They say like appearing in the movie in alphabetical order or as they appeared, but you don't really see alphabetical credits on opening credits too much. Or sorry, alphabetical names. Yeah. So right at the bat, we get Haim Abbas, who is uh, she plays Marsha on the show. Yeah, Logan's third wife. Logan's third wife, who to I. I Correct me if, if you're different on this or tell me your, your opinion on this. I thought she was going to be a much bigger character in season one. Like I thought she was going to be like have some sort of major role or some twist with her. Maybe there still will be a twist with her. I don't know. But in season two, she's like falling by the wayside. Yeah. Although she has kind of popped up recently. And recently, I, I think, yes. I think there's something brewing with her. I think so too. But like 
for her to get the very first name, granted it's alphabetical, is a little bit like jarring or yeah. misrepresenting maybe, but I know it's it's not. But uh, to me, it's kind of weird, especially when I first started watching the show and I was like, huh, why is she listed first? It took me a little while to realize it was alphabetical. That's how stupid I am. But uh, I did eventually, which leads us to our next name coming up. We should mention there real quick before we even get to this <laughs> next name. This is going to be just just like Buckle I said. Up. Yeah. Buckle oh, up. I said that already. Yeah. Um, okay. So it was all four children and then it's a quick cut and then it's just the girl standing Super there. Super quick cut. Yeah. yeah. Which was not what happened in the first one. The, yep. the, the uh, Kendall-ish child was kind of the focus and now the girl seems to be the focus. Exactly. Which is kind of what we've seen which in the, the theme show of two, kind yeah. of. Yeah, uh, uh, biscuit, biscuit is humping, might be humping my leg, humping, or, humping and biting Gary's leg now. Well, he's not biscuit. You need to calm down, buddy. Need to calm down. Okay, you ever play so that Taylor Swift song for him. <laughs> That's all we do. It's a good, <laughs> it's a good jam. Okay, so now we get a shot of this property. Yep, the estate. The I would estate, say. Yeah, and the the next name we see is Nicholas Braun, who plays cousin Greg. Cousin Greg. Everyone, Greg, everyone's Gregory immediate Hirsch. favorite. I feel like. I feel like. If he's not your favorite on the show, he's yeah. top three at the Easily. very worst. Easily, he's always so damn funny. Yeah, um, he always has the best, most uncomfortable scenes with people, either Tom or Logan or Kendall. And uh, cousin Greg is just the shit, man. Yeah. He's great. So Nicholas Braun getting the second list that to me is is warranted. Obviously, it's alphabetical. I know this, but I'm not going to stop harping on the fact that the name, the way the names appear, is kind of a little jarring. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But he up front is great. I'm glad Nicholas Braun is. Uh, up front. Little personal fact about uh, Nicholas Braun that I got from stalking him on the internet. Oh, um, he seems on to Instagram? be. He seems to be very yeah, uh, very good friends with McLovin. Oh no shit! Who, who probably loves being referred to as McLovin? <laughs> <laughs> what is his name? Mince Platts. Yeah, or something? Chris, Christopher Mince Platts. Mince Platts. Okay. Yeah, see, I yeah. know it. Yeah, uh, but McLovin's way easier. Yeah. Next. Sh- next. Oh. Tequila. <laughs> I went with the good stuff tonight. Okay, we're gonna, we're just gonna hit play here. Okay, so th- there's you got to hear the, a little bit there. That the was piano, nice. uh, you hear a lot more of the piano there, mm-hmm. and it's it's like it's a little out of tune almost. Yeah, it's a little off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, did you? Why is that? Is it on purpose? Is it supposed to? Yeah, be different? I read. Okay, so so the guy who composed. Hang on, I'm going to beat you. It's on my notes. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Gary pulled up his uh, notepad. Fuck, I can't find it. It's Nicholas Bretel. Damn it. (laughs) You took too long. I was giving you every chance to do it. it. Damn it. I had theme. Um, Emmy Emmy winning. He just just won the Emmy for this. And Oscar nominated as well. Right. He was Oscar nominated for Barry Jenkins movies, uh, one of them, If Beale Street Could Talk, possibly. Moonlight. Moonlight. And then he also did Adam McKay's movies. uh, The Big Short. And Vice. Yes. He did both. So that's where Adam McKay is one of the producers. Yeah. Um, Clearly a connection there. Um, and he's yeah, he had said that he likes kind of things off tune oh. and uncomfortable. Maybe even. because it like makes it more distinct or something, makes mm-hmm. it more unique. Maybe it it is weird that it also like makes that. you. Yeah, it just makes you like this show kind of makes you squirm a lot. Yeah, like there's a lot of very uncomfortable moments and it's tense yeah. and it's awkward sometimes you get that embarrassed feeling in your stomach for them sometimes you get that sickening like feeling of anticipation or yeah. like something bad is going to happen yeah. even though something bad doesn't really happen a ton yeah there is one really really bad thing that happens in season one 
But a lot of times it's just kind of like the uh, impending doom of what's going to happen. Yeah. That's and that kind of that kind of gives you that vibe here too. Even though it's upbeat, it's still a little uncomfortable, like you said. So his background is like he has a, a hip hop background and oh, okay. like classically trained pianist as I mean, well. Okay. I said pianist, Gary. <laughs> I don't know, man. It sounds like something else. Penis. Yeah, so you can hear that immediately. Like it's it's it starts with kind of like a hip hop beat. And then you have this piano. It's 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 a beat and piano heavy, yeah, yeah. mostly throughout the whole thing. It's cool. It's great. Everyone loves it. Yeah. If you um, don't, you're an idiot. A fun fact about Nicholas Bratel, by the way, he went by the name Doctor ATM. Wow. In a hip hop band in college, he went to Harvard, <laughs> and the hip hop band's name was Witness Protection Program. Jeez, that's an interesting name. Yeah. I, want, I would like to know the story behind that. <laughs> I like it. Different. Yeah, like there's nothing in his name that leads to those initials or anything. I mean, obviously, yeah, I don't see it. Maybe he liked to practice medicine and enjoyed money. That could be. That makes sense. Let's let's maybe maybe he he uh, was a psych. He he liked giving advice, so he was like a psychiatrist. Okay, and he also liked giving people money. Mm, Doubt it. Okay. Let's get him on the podcast. Okay, no problem. If he's listening, get it, we, we need the Dr. ATM origin story. I want the full uh, witness protection program to come on and perform for us. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So back to the credits real quick. We just saw another shot of the house, but we're yeah. now we're inside the house. Yes. So we see this big, you know, luxurious uh, living room with a f- painting on the wall. It's kind of distant. It looks like it's some sort of captain or something. Yeah. And we're... It, this... Uh, um, Camera's kind of coming down a stairwell, a yeah. staircase. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and we see Brian Cox's name. Brian Cox, who plays the patriarch. Logan, Logan Roy, Roy. The head of uh, Waystar Royco. Is that what the company's called? Waystar Royco, yeah. yeah. And he's been doing it for 50 years, we just found out last week. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. He's a big piece of shit. He's a bad dad. He's yes. abusive. He's misogynistic. He's yes. uh, ugly. Uh in, else? All, in all ways. That was mean. No, I meant like inside and out. Oh, okay. Um, what else? What else can you say about him? He's he's, he's a real go-getter. I mean, these these they're, they're kind of based on a lot of mogul families, but the, the closest connection apparently is the Murdochs. Yes. Who, you know. And do you know this, the, a little uh, fun fact about the Murdochs? Um, no. So we haven't gotten to his name yet, but the creator of the show, uh, Jesse Armstrong, mm-hmm. he wrote a screenplay... In 2010 or somewhere around there, that made like Hollywood's blacklist, and it was called Murdoch. Oh. and it was obviously based on Rupert Murdoch. And the premise, uh, you see if this sounds familiar, was Rupert Murdoch was trying to decide where his fortune and his uh, legacy, which kid should carry on. This sounds a little familiar. So, pretty familiar, right? Sounds a little familiar. The movie was never made, um, but we have this. So you know, I guess that's a pretty good backup plan backup prize yeah i think i'd say so yeah. i think this is uh i think we won and i mean do you also uh, so this brian tox's credit transitions to a shot of newspapers uh-huh. or a newspaper going through like the the what's it called the factory uh wheels yes i think that's the, the technical term for it <laughs> <laughs> my dad actually works in a factory that makes newspapers and phone books and stuff and i can't remember what it's called but it reminds me a little bit of like uh, Citizen Kane a little uh-huh. bit. So there's, there's kind of like uh, hints of that. There were some in the most recent episode. There was some like Citizen Kane That's kind right. of callbacks. He mentioned something about Rosebud, yeah. right? Like yeah. his childhood. And also going to his childhood home yeah. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So uh, there it's you all, go, Gary. It's all real fucking awesome. Yeah. Love it. 
that's a good. I like, that's eerie. Okay, eerie so shot. so we get another shot of these papers being produced, and we see Kieran Culkin's name, who uh, plays Roman Romul- Romulus. Romulus. He's Romulus the Roy. Uh, yeah, the rascally, uh, quick-witted, funniest. Well, I, I don't because I, Connor is pretty funny. They're all funny, but, but, but they're funny in a different way. He's he's just sarcastic, and every every almost every line he has is hilarious. He, exactly, he's always insulting somebody or yeah. some sort of backhanded comment. He is also obviously Macaulay Tolkien and uh, Rory Tolkien's brother, right? Um, and he, I think he was nominated for a Golden Globe actually for this for the, for this show. You're right, yeah. you're right, you're right. He did uh, for supporting actor. Yeah, for the first season, I feel like this next this next wave of awards exactly. shows they're all going to be nominated. They yeah. have to be. They're so good. So award season's what two three months away. When yeah. I think the Golden Globes are in December or January. January probably right. He'll probably get nominated. I think Jeremy Strong will probably get nominated. There there'll probably be a ton of nominations for this show. And yeah, like you said, next year's Emmys, they'll probably clean house because they just won for writing for season one. And it's right, been, that's just kind of like open the floodgates, the, yeah. the writing and the theme yep. win. So. so the next credit we see after it moves off of Kieran Culkin is Dagmara Damanish or Daminch? Daminchik? I have no idea how to say that last name. Uh, Daminchik. Daminchik. Right? Is that? Yeah. So, D- D- Dagmara Daminchik. Yeah. D-O-M-I-N. C-Z-Y-K. Yes. Now, do you know who she is? Did you have to look up who she was? Because I did. I forgot to look this one up. So I, I looked it up. Is. She is Carolina. Oh, okay. She's the PR kind of like... Not in it that much. She, but... she's, she was not in it in season one hardly at all. Uh-huh. Uh, just a recurring character. But she is in it quite a bit this season. She usually pops up very quickly to just tell Logan... Bad news. Bad news. <laughs> right. Or she tells Shiv something... Like she'll be like, where the fuck's my dad at? And she'll be like, oh, he's busy or whatever. She has a very kind of uh, behind the scenes role on the show. So anyways, that's that's her. And at the same time, now what we're seeing is it's an inside side of inside inside. Are you not, <laughs> not an inside shot, an inside shot looking up at the balcony or like the upstairs banister and you see a figure that looks like a father walk away so again we don't it, it could it's might you can't be, talk to you I, we, we're is, fucking drunk great, tonight yeah. <laughs> this is a, gonna be a really good episode we're fucking drunk <laughs> it might be logan roy it might just kind of be a similar paternal presence as logan roy what i what i think when i see this is like i i picture myself being from the point of view of kendall yeah looking up to be like hey maybe my dad is watching me or wants to come play and then immediately the dad just turns around to go back to his office yeah these opening credits the dad's turning his back a lot like you barely leaving the scene barely see the dad's face there's a big ass window like you know you can tell you're still in this luxurious mansion type house okay a lot just happened there so I'm going to go back a little bit so we can look at these screens. The first shot it skips to from there is a close-up of the two, the supposedly Kendall and uh, Roman I would say from kids. here on out, we can say it's their characters. It's their characters. That's As who we kids. refer to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though we're not sure it's them. Yeah. Um, Meant to represent it's them. That, it's kind of like from the same opening shot, but now it's closer up on them, and they're kind of like just like adjusting their suit yep. sleeves and stuff. And the, the Kendall kid is in like a beige brown yeah uh, a little, tan, too, a little too big suit. a little too big for him it yep. almost looks like a hand-me-down like and roman maybe. that's true it, yeah it looks like it was one of his older brothers or right. connor's i guess and roman looks more a little more slick in a white suit and his suit fits better which is kind of 
I don't know. I guess they both like dress pretty sharp on the show, but Roman always seems to be a little bit more fashionable or stylish. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I want to mention that so that last shot we saw before this with um, Logan standing over the Upstairs. banister or whatever. Yeah. This is kind of where season one's credits differ, start to differ. I, I, in the season one, that's where you start to see ser- like servers outside starting to take food to like this outdoor kind of like party or like the, din- the, the dinner story or chain, something. Yeah, the yeah. the sto- like the, I guess the the running story changes in season one. It's right. different than this, right? Yeah. A lot of the stuff ends up like coming back into play, but they've shuffled some stuff around with some of these new shots. And right now, we're going to get into some really new stuff. Yep. So after that shot of the boys, we get this shot. First of all, the credit is Peter Friedman. He plays Frank. Plays Frank. Yeah. One of uh, Logan's uh, whipping boys. He's he's like his right-hand man in season one, but then he gets fired and then he comes back and he's yeah. just kind of there to get insulted and kind of yeah. do some of the... He does some of the grunt work, I guess, or like... He's actually pretty important. Kind of always... like an advisor to yeah. like, uh, him Him and uh, who we'll get to, Jay Smith Cameron. Jerry. Uh, plays Jerry. Yeah. yeah. The, they're kind of like always there with him or like there to like put fires out or help him figure certain things out or yeah. uh, get yelled at. Get yelled at a lot. Yeah. Um, do bore on the floor. Actually, I don't think either one of these guys had to do that. Or sorry, Frank didn't have to do that. But anyways. Maybe all... we should make you do bore on the floor for the <laughs> socials. <laughs> Do you have a, a delicious, delicious sausage to throw? Because I would actually. It'd be kind of worth it. I can um, get some sausage if you... T- that was a fucking insane scene, by the way. For all yeah. the successes out there uh, who have already seen the Bore on the Floor episode, that was nuts. And did you know that it was based on like what Stalin used to do? Like Joseph's, oh, with the with drinking? Yes. Like Joseph Stalin used to like get his... Uh, what's the word? His uh, subordinates drunk. Uh-huh. And he would just drink water, pretend uh-huh. he was drinking at dinner, and then have them say crazy shit, do crazy stuff, embarrass themselves, and he would use it against them later as like blackmail. Oh. Or, yeah. Hey, Pretty. that's what I've been doing with you with this <laughs> class of uh, apple juice speaking, over here. Speaking of, hit pause for one second. I'm going to go grab a, a beer real quick. Okay. And so this is something new we see on the screen here from the season one credits. This is not in the season one credits. This one looks like it was shot in the eighties. Yeah. This one looks like it's on a VHS tape, especially since the person is wearing like a jean jacket. Yeah. Yeah. And so I guess we're to assume that this is one of the boys growing up. Yeah. Cause all the next shot too, after this, they're all look older, all right. the kids, whether or not it's the Roy family or not, the kids look older. Right. And this footage kind of has like the, like the tracking, um, Mm-hmm. What's it called uh, across the screen? Those like, like waves. Yeah. Whereas the last clips kind of have like that pop from like an older yeah. projector or camera, and so it just looks like different times. Agreed. It's like it's moved forward a decade. Yeah. In the technology of of uh, video recorders, camcorders. Right. So this kid's got like kind of like shaggyish hair and uh, glass sunglasses, and he, like he looks like Alan Ruck in like Ferris Bueller, that kind of. And Alan Ruck was how old when he shot Ferris Bueller? <laughs> oh man, let's see, sixty-three now. Uh, that was like what thirty years ago. Fuck. It's like- if you hey, if you if you came here to hear Gary do math in his head on the podcast, <laughs> you are in luck. He was probably like twenty-eight, twenty-nine. <laughs> I don't know, something like that. All right, let's go to this next shot because there's a quick close-up in the same time period, I guess. It looks kind of uh, like Matt Damon. Yeah, it, it totally. As I, I always think it's Matt Damon it in this like shot. Matt it looks Damon. like it's like a Matt, Matt Damon, like the talented Mr. Ripley. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, even with like the white polo and everything. Yeah. So, who do you think that is supposed to be? I guess Kendall. Yeah. I I don't know. It's hard to. It's hard to tell, but probably Kendall. Yeah. If I had to guess, Jesse Plemons, maybe. 
<laughs> yeah, man, he's gonna does, make an appearance. It does on this. look like oh man, Jesse Plemons is in everything. I would, oh, not I would love to see him on Succession. I would not be surprised. Bring, put him on the show, please. That would be cool. And this next shot is gotta be Shiv. Gotta be Shiv. We finally yeah. have like now that's that girl looks just like Shiv. Yes. like that is and a little put more in there purposely. A little to be more Shiv. redheaded too. Still not as redheaded as Shiv, right? But but more than the last one who I wasn't even sure was redheaded. I, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's kind of out of focus. And you see a guy in a suit in the background, probably the dad figure. Yeah. Um, He's always kind of looming mm-hmm. behind them. Behind them, always watching, always keeping a, a yeah, watchful not eye. Not very loving. Not loving, not like, but know. just looking over their shoulder. So it it's out of focus first, and there's a quick cut, and it's in focus, and she looks miserable. Yeah, she looks kind of scared. Kind or of like scared, and he puts his hand on her shoulder. She looks like how that video of when Joe Biden is talking to uh, one of... Anyone? The- <laughs> 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 There's specifically that one where it's like a it's like a, a fellow politician's daughter, and he comes up behind her and starts like kind of grabbing her shoulders. It looks like that girl. Like kind of terrified, a little bit uh, uncomfortable, not happy, not, not feeling... Uh, Logan would, Roy would not like you uh, promoting Joe Biden on this podcast... True. Wrong side of the aisle, but still. So so then we get a shot of the estate again. Once again. It looks different though. Like, yeah. Yeah. It feels like I feel like that first one was a different house it, it, from the first se- so season. This, now they've got this house in the second season. This is what I, I think too. Early on when Nicholas Bronze started showing it kind of looks like an old fashioned house. Uh-huh. It's almost like they started getting more money because you, you learn that Logan Roy just became more and more powerful. Probably just moved to a True. different fucking yeah, estate. Yeah, because they're older now. Tech- exactly. If, if, if these are the same kids, yeah. this is the story continuing. Yeah. So if we are to assume that this is the same family, they're just getting wealthier and mm-hmm. we're watching it mm-hmm. happen. Uh, another rumor That's that people take. have on the internet is that this is Logan's family as a child, which that I don't know if it makes sense, sense in the though. story. Unless we've we kind of learned this week that he kind of like embellished. Yeah, the he kind embellished of money his family had, poor. but still, I don't see. Yeah, like he was he like basically told his family or the 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 old tale is that he was so poor he had to shit in an outhouse. But when they actually go to his home, it's not that bad. They joked that it would it's be like nice. five million dollars like, yeah, right. in Brooklyn or whatever. Right. But it still wasn't that nice. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't make any sense. And we also learned that like his brother's an asshole and he only had one sister. So and she died. So true. Maybe that, there's another sibling that also died right. that we maybe haven't heard right. about yet. Okay. All right. Fair enough. And then we get a quick shot um as the, kind of like this tape static kind of whatever it's the, called the, the tracking film keeps yeah. kind of dissolving or getting squiggly and or kind of deteriorating but yeah. when it cuts to before it cuts to that shot we see uh matthew mcfadden yep. who plays tom uh how, how do you say his last <laughs> I name i think it's wham whamstums ramsgan wamsgan let's forget. just keep trying to say it i totally forget it's it's funny and it always like changes too like or not changes but people are always trying to say it yeah I, pull I remember, it up and read it We're, for the longest time verbatim. they like couldn't uh People were like trying to guess how it was even spelled. Oh fuck! I can't fucking find it. Pulling on my goddamn IMDb and it keeps taking me. Oh, it just says Tom on IMDb. <laughs> Unbelievable! They didn't even want to try it. Unbe- I think it's Wom scams or <laughs> yeah. something like that. But anyway, I anyway, can't find it. he is amazing. He's awesome. A British actor who you can't even tell. Oh, is British. I, didn't, I didn't know he yeah. was. Yeah. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Huh? Are you sure about that? I'm positive. You want to look up his Wikipedia now too? I kind of do. Actually. Okay. Hang on. This is, this is, uh, hold on to your, we told you to buckle up. This is where it gets good. (laughs) As Gary looks up at the Wikipedia. There's no way he's British. Damn, he's an English actor. Unbelievable. (laughs) 
There we go. You know what's funny? Vindication. I never would have thought that simply because on the show he's from like Minnesota or something. Like it's he's from some like you know rural area or a small town, and so I just thought I thought that's what he really was in real life. Okay, so then we get one more quick shot of kind of like this full the front of the house. Or is it the front of the backyard? Do you think that with, looks with the fountain like, and a swan in the fountain? Man, that is tough. I think that's more of a back. I think that, oh, no, maybe you're right. That's not a pool or anything. So that's probably like when you first enter the date, that's what you see. So in the, it, it reminds me of fucking Billy Madison. It does. It does look just like the Billy Madison yeah. house here. He just needs to be sitting in the thing going, uh, <laughs> suntan lotion is good for me. <laughs> I want to point out that in the season one credits, at this point, they'd already started like cutting to like scenes of modern day New York. Yep. This one has a lot more old timey It builds stuff up more of the background. New York. Yeah. We're going to get there in like a second, but... Yeah, um, in the season one, uh, like you said, it's in New York City, and they show. Well, I guess we'll talk about it soon. They they show the clip of the big TV, like the jumbotron right. in Times yeah. Square, or whatever. Yeah, that comes way later in these credits. Uh, and we had a a name there, a credit there. You- yes, it was Stewie. It was the character of Stewie, Arian Moyed. Yeah, Moyed. Arian Moyed. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Plays Stewie on the show. He's the uh, he's good friend of Kendall's good originally, friend, now enemy. Yeah, I guess, but also Kendall. business um, potential partner. I guess he's also a business uh, adversary of Logan Roy. Yes, because they're trying to take over yeah. his company. Not enough Stewie in this season so far. I totally agree. I like yeah. him a lot. He was great. He, he was in a lot of the first season. I love him every time he's been in the second season, but we need. I'm hoping these last two episodes have a lot of Stewie. I agree. Even that, but even the one like uh, interaction he had with Kendall at the whatever that fucking hoity-toity conference was in Aspen or whatever Argentis they they, they called it. It was so good. Just like their little clash, just like kind of just dig at each other a little bit. It's always so unpleasant. But like you always say, it's so awkward and uncomfortable, but it's great. And he also has a little cameo at the end of these credits, too, randomly. Oh, yeah. It's so yeah, weird. We'll, yeah. po- we'll point that out when it comes. Okay. So we've moved on to the big city, the big apple, as yeah, they call it. Yeah. Just a big panoramic shot of NYC. Uh, Manhattan, perhaps? Yeah. Okay. Um, the big apple? Yeah. We've said that. I just said that like two <laughs> seconds ago. <laughs> I ran out of nicknames for <laughs> for this city. Pretty quick. And we see Alan Ruck's credit on a skyscraper. Alan Ruck is Connor Roy, as we've said. He is 74 years old. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to like that too much. He's Cameron on Ferris Bueller. Do you know I used to get compared to him a lot when I was growing up? People said I looked like him. Like Alan Ruck? Like Cameron. Not like... They'd be like, you're well, that's about- Alan Ruck. Yeah, yeah. But, they would specific- but it's not like he like looked specifically different than they Alan Ruck. They would specifically looks. say that I look like Cameron. I don't think you look anything like Neither Cameron. Neither do I. But it would you look I- more like Matthew Broderick than. Uh, uh, listen, I'm than just telling Alan you, Ruck. when I was growing up, I used to get a lot of comparisons to Cameron. They'd be like, you remind me of Cameron from Ferris Bueller. Happened at least three times. You sure they didn't say Ferris Bueller from Ferris Bueller? No, I trust okay. them. They did not say that. Okay. I'm just telling you, man. I'm not, I'm not making up. Listen, I could have picked anybody to look like, all right? I picked Alan Ruck. I, it's not a lie. <laughs> Alan Ruck is a handsome yeah, man. Good day. Good day. He's he's fantastic in everything. He's running for president. Did you ever watch show. Spin City at all? I never did. No, he was so good on that. No. I, I I only watched a little bit, of, like on like syndication, and he was always so funny. I he's love great. him on the show. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's amazing like, in the show. He's great hilariously char- great character. Like uh, not, he lacks self awareness, but at the same time, it's like seems maybe like the. 
has the best intentions maybe, but he's also like pretentious and kind. Con- it's just a just a total kind con- walking contradiction. Everything yeah. about him, it's yeah. Great. And he has a prostitute girlfriend. So, as does Roman, pretty much, right? They two of the guys have high end like, call girls. I yeah, think. yeah, escorts, yeah. paid paid girlfriends. Basically, yeah, Roman's girlfriend, uh, Snowball is. It- she snowballed or Tom snowballed? Oh my God! <laughs> I don't know that. where the verb goes there, yeah, but yeah, there was yeah. a snowball was... involved <laughs> at oh some my point. God, that was that was so fucking funny with Greg at the club. <laughs> that was from the episode. I think it was called Prague, where they that was season one. Yeah, it was yeah. the bachelor party. Yep, such a good episode. Yeah, oh, so good, so funny. Okay, so then we get this beautiful night shot panoramic of the city very and, modern yeah very a modern a one digital picture it right. looks like and it says jay smith cameron who plays jerry she's amazing she's fantastic um, I, n- I never recognized her before until this show i i guess she's been around for a long time but yeah she's a and she's like a big like broadway actress okay. i think gotcha. and uh i've heard her in interviews that she's worked with karen culkin a lot like throughout oh, like his life and stuff i don't know like yeah yeah, and they had their their relationship has gone to a very weird place. This yeah, year. and she says it's 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 weird because they have such a, like a history. That's you funny. know, like she's known him since he was a little kid. Um, which I, I Jerry's known these characters since they were kids True. too. Yeah. So it, I guess it works. There's well. a lot of like art imitating life right. apparently on the show. And then this is like the weirdest cut to me in the whole and all the credits. It goes from that digital modern shot of New York City at night to this old. Almost different strokes esque uh, shot of the city. Um, yeah, well, it cuts back to that old camera we started old camera with, and like it looks gritty and older and from the seventies. And you see Sarah Snook's credit, which is uh, Shiv. Shiv. She's Shiv on the show. Who, yeah. We're talking about awards. She should be nominated for all of them. Agreed. All of them. I don't care what it is. And she's like, Aus- like best cinematographer. <laughs> she deserves it. She's Australian. <laughs> is she? Yeah. She's, oh, she's from Down Under. Oh, do, do I have to look this up? Like you had to look up uh, no. Matthew McFadden. You can no, just you, know for you sure. can just believe me on this one. Okay. She's from down under. I heard an interview that makes her even more incredible yeah. on this show. She's awesome. Why is it that um, people from like Australia or England can do English accent or like American accents easily so much better than we, like we suck at doing? I don't them. understand that either. The only like it's very rare when you hear a person not from America sound foreign. I mean, every once in a while, like. Specifically, like Charlie Hunnam's yeah. uh, accent used to come out on Sunset. Oh, it was so bad. And every, <laughs> every, every, every time he screams. Yeah. And every once in a while, I feel like I can hear it with Nicole Kidman, where uh-huh. she, her, her Australian accent comes out. But hardly ever. Like, I'm always shocked. I just think they do a better job. Is the American, American accent just voices? easier to do? I, what, what would you think an American accent is? I would do Southern. That's yeah. The, like, think like of, Rick Grimes. But, like, that's not what it is. Rick Grimes on, uh, right. on Walking Dead. He's exactly. From, he's from England. It, right. That blew my mind when I first found that out. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It's a it's a great question, but uh, we see Sarah. Can you do uh, an impression of an English person doing an American accent? <laughs> Layers, Gary. I will have some cheese and crackers, please, and uh, maybe a cup of tea. You're like a, I had to think. You're like a male Siri. <laughs> <laughs> I will say in this season, um, we. See, I think it's very purposeful the outfit she's wearing in this okay. in this season because in the first season she wasn't in the running to be CEO. Yeah, in this one she is right off the bat number one pretty much like until it all kind of like yeah, and she's dressing a lot more um, powerful. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. The, the, there, she's making a statement with yeah. the, with what she's wearing. It feels like in dress, this season, dressed more like Hillary Clinton. No. 
Yeah, not really. So. She's not like not like pantsuits. Not like a, <laughs> not like Michael in the office when yeah. he, he has that woman's suit on. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> All right, I, I see your point. So we get a quick shot now. Now we're back to the first like version I said, of it's, Shiv. It's it's the weirdest. It goes from the city. Then then we get the Sarah Snook credit on the old shot, and then now we're even older. Well, it kind of it kind of transitioned yeah so it yeah. transitioned from the new city the modern city to an old side of the city yeah. and now we're back to the old shots of the family but like out in their state like in the they're, country their state she's now walking a pony she has a pony but like we, every girl but it's weird because we see jeremy strong's credit yeah jeremy strong who plays kendall kendall who is also awesome and should win many awards yes maybe not all the awards but many many awards. no he should win all of them too and uh real quick while i'm thinking of it i saw this article that literally just came out today and it was about Kendall's character, who does kind of a, I would say of all the characters on the show, some of them have had some weird like kind of tonal shifts or like characteristics have kind of evolved. His is the biggest, not 180, but kind of it's all over the place, I would say. Because when he first started, I hated him. Like the very first episode, he was like the, he's the tech douche. He's like the guy that thinks he knows too much on Wall Street or right. in Silicon Valley, whatever. And now, because of something that happened in season one that was pretty tragic and fucked up, his dad kind of has control over him. Anyways, so now people are comparing him to a character on Game of Thrones. Can you guess the character on Game of Thrones they would be comparing Kendall to? Not off the top of my head. Reek. Oh, yes. Because Reek, obvious, or uh, Theon Greyjoy, right? Yeah, had his manhood. Well, he's and he was- he's total hard ass kind right. of all talk in the right. early seasons and then he gets his then something fucked up happens to him he gets his manhood taken away literally he's abused and ramsey is kind of like yeah. takes it becomes what what's that called uh stockholm syndrome uh-huh. kind of where you're captive you yeah. become and Kendall's kind of like a captive now yeah anyway so that was the, that was what i read it was apparently and apparently jeremy strong talked about it on the still watching podcast it's like vanity fair's podcast oh i listen to that oh really yeah and they brought it up, and he said he thought of the Manchurian candidate when he was thinking of Kendall's character, but he says Game of Thrones is a good one, and he's honored to be compared to Reek. All right, so we got this close-up of the first version of Shiv yep. holding the pony. With Jeremy Strong's credit. Yes. And then it cuts to her kind of like walking the pony. Yep. That and sounds like, like, a, like a dance move. Walking the pony. Is that a... Is that a well, uh, there's that song. My saddle is weighted. Okay, riding. What would you think? My what, pony. what do you think? Like the walk in the pony dance move. Would, walk in the would pony. Be, uh, probably like you kind of hold out the rope like the, around. Uh, the, do you spin yeah. it a bit? <laughs> <laughs> maybe spin it and maybe give the horse some pats. Yeah, as okay. you're walking. Some, I like it. Some friendly pats. Okay, so she's walking the pony, and we see Rob Yang who the gets a credit. Most confusing credit in all of the credits. I agree because. Rob Yang, for my success, she's out there. Uh, know that he is Lawrence. Uh-huh. He is the Asian guy that runs uh, Volter. Volter which, so like this big, like um, kind of like entertainment website or like yeah, a gossip I would website say it's like or a like Buzzfeed a, right, type, yeah, type yeah, site, possibly yeah. um, or whatever. Any of those sites, Mashable, all that shit. And he is in it big in the pilot episode or the first couple episodes actually, and then he just kind of disappears for yeah. an entire season. And then he's in it for one episode in season two, and then a very brief cameo in, in like later on. Yeah, it's really so, weird because that he's this is season two, and he's still got the credit. He's been it's in weird. hardly any episodes. Yeah, it's, he must have had a really good agent 
that got him yeah, written in. Or, or maybe some of his stuff got cut. Like, I can see, like, there being more stuff with him in this uh, The season only episode than, like, that possibly, not, I think, was when they went to that Argestus place in uh-huh, Aspen. The, right. The, the, it was weird that he was there and there was no line. he was no there line. and there was no line or anything. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's very strange. Do you know what he's from, by the way, before this? Um, no. Uh, for anybody who ever watched The Americans on FX, he had a pretty big role. Oh, in I that. just started that to be oh, honest. So I love okay, that show. Cool. I like. I love that actor. So I'm looking forward to seeing him. And uh, you just started The Americans, right? I just started it. Yeah. All right. Word of warning. Yeah. Season f- end of season four or season five is a little slow of a burn, uh-huh. but it's totally worth it for season, season six. Okay. So you just gotta got it. Gotta get through it. And yeah. The finale is one of the best finales ever. Okay. It's, it's up there with Breaking Bad and The Shield and shit like that. Sp- uh, speaking of Breaking Bad. I was just listening to our our pals over at Franchise Unpacked. Yes. They're a podcast that if you enjoy our podcasts, you're going to love their podcasts. It's Zach and Dave over there. They just are going through like popular entertainment franchises. Uh, I just recently listened to the Breaking Bad one because I'm gearing up for El Camino. Which comes out very soon. Very soon. Depending when this episode airs, it could already be out. Everyone could be talking about it. But the podcast is a lot of fun. Franchise, I, franchise unpacked. Is what it's I called. listened and, to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one because I am a huge fan of the Ninja Turtles. And, and it was we did, ex- we did our, uh, an episode, and we did an episode for the movie, the nineteen ninety yeah. movie, and they talk more about the the turtles as a whole, and it's it's excellent. It's great. Yeah. So so, so it, you, why don't you listen to our podcasts back to back? There I'd you say. go. Listen, listen to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles episode of. Uh, credit score and listen to the teenage mutant ninja turtles episode of franchise unpacked and you've got the ultimate teenage mutant ninja turtles <laughs> double feature yes a podcast double feature yeah get your turtles on yeah that sounds like a great day to me to uh-huh. be honest really great day do you know what just call in on whenever you listen to this let's see it probably be a wednesday call in tomorrow call on thursday or friday listen to our podcast listen to franchise unpacked have yourself a call day. in like Le- into work not yeah. call into the show no here. no no call into work i mean <laughs> call into your normal job is it, is it call in or call out Ooh, call I out call out. call out yeah i'm an but idiot pe- no i think yeah. it's either huh that's a i've heard people say call in question. but i've always said call out well i think you call in sick no you call out sick i'm an idiot i think it's call out i mean no one's arguing that you're not an idiot <laughs> i'm just i think both i think i always work said for some call reason in. i'm gonna call in tomorrow uh-huh. i'm gonna call in sick tomorrow hmm Look, if you if you know if it's call in or call out, why don't you email us at creditscorepodcasts at gmail.com. Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe it's one of those situations where it's like the opposite word can still mean the same thing. Call in sick, call out sick. Kind of like, man, that really messed me up bad. Jerk off, jerk on. <laughs> no, I was thinking more of like when somebody says, man, that messed me up bad or that messed me up good. Or I got hurt really bad. I got hurt really good. Actually, I don't know. Either way, that's that is complete, complete opposites. All right, all right, but their first one was right. The first one was right. <laughs> all right, back to these credits. Anyways, fuck this Rob Yane credit is what I'm saying. I liked them on the Americans, but not on the not on these. Just credits. doesn't make sense. Doesn't make for, it, it confuses yeah. the shit out of me. Okay, we the strings are getting very heavy here, mm-hmm. um, and there's a quick shot. Is that violin? It's got to be violin. I think right? so. Okay. Yeah, a quick shot of. A man, close-up of a man climbing out of the pool. It's like his close-up of his swim trunks, really. Dri- dripping swim trunks, yes. Yeah. Um, and then it cuts to another picture of kind of like the house, and we get casting by Avi Kaufman. And I just want to point out all of the uh, the actor credits are now done with mm-hmm. Rob Yang. And the, the main one that's missing from season two to season... Or sorry, from season one to season two. Do you know what it is? The main... There's like one prominent credit that is not in season two that was in season one. No, who is it? 
Kendall's wife. Oh, yeah. The actress's name is Natalie Gold. Yeah, she hasn't been in this episode. She's in her. I think it was Rava or uh-huh. Roy. Yeah. She's not in the season at all. Yeah. It's super weird. Yeah, his kids had a brief appearance in the season. At but, the very beginning. Yeah, and they were in the first season a lot more, too. Yeah, it's bizarre. I actually kind of like wondered, like, huh, I wonder why that is. And I looked her up like on IMDb. She hasn't had any credits since this. So maybe she's just like on a break. Do maybe. Think, do you think they killed her? <laughs> it's possible. Okay. It's possible. This show is dark. <laughs> Okay, so we got production designer um, yeah, Stephen A. <laughs> Stephen H. Carter, and that's we got the close up of now the swan looks like it's like a pool float swan. Yeah. It's not an actual swan. I kind of didn't know that at the beginning either. I thought maybe it was a pool float. Oh, really? The, yeah, pool? that's why I said it looked like Billy Madison. Yeah, okay. But it could be a real swan. Okay. This shot I want to discuss. We are kind of standing behind the younger Shiv character. I'm, I'm doing air quotes because we still don't know if it's Shiv. Um, and she's looking at presumably her father having a conversation with a woman in the in the kind of like the yard. Yeah. She seems like hidden behind a hedge. Like, like she's not she, supposed like to be watching. watching uh, uh, an affair of some sort. Do we think that's what's going on or do we think that's her mother or a, or a stepmother or something? Or? I think maybe it's a... Uh, it's, uh, a woman that he's doing business with that he's going to have an illicit affair with. That's more at my mind goes. Okay. Because like you said, she looks like she's so like clandestine watching behind a fence from yeah, far away. Yeah. And so. something she's witnessed before yep. almost. And she has a big white ribbon in her hair. Yeah. Just want to point that out. Okay, thanks for adding that. <laughs> You're welcome. Edited by Ken Iludo. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So we get this kind of bird's eye panning shot of Times Square. Modern it, now. Modern, right? Very modern because um, we're seeing a huge screen. What do you call that? Uh, projector, like a huge yeah, on the side screen, of a building. Right, in Times Square. And it's showing the ATN cable news. Much like when you go to Times Square, it's showing like CNN. Right. Or whatever on a, on a side of a building. It's showing ATN and you see a like blonde... Uh, newswoman yeah uh, and atn is uh the news network that logan roy's company owns it's and it's a it's, spoof of fox news yeah it's it's the right wing parody, yeah guess. it's it's the right wing news outlet yes yeah and we see director of photography patrick capone man that's a gangster name yeah totally yeah a oh, mobster sorry just not like he's not like gangsta he's He's Mom. not gangster like Kendall Roy rapping. He's he's a mobster. <laughs> L to the OG. Yeah. Um, and we can't make that what the TV screen says, but we will see that very soon. Okay, so we get a couple of quick shots. One, it's kind of like the camera was like someone was holding it and then pulled it up yeah. real quick yep. and got a shot of the kind of like the kids. Uh, these are now the 80s kids. And I, I think they looked even a little bit older again. Like I think Shiv looks slightly older, the Shiv character. Um, maybe not maybe about the same no it's the same because that boy's still wearing the jean jacket it's the same yeah, like, okay, it's the same right. day that boy looks like uh, what's his face Johnny Delecky in uh, <laughs> in Christmas Vacation you're right, you're right. <laughs> and is that the father they're standing and talking with you think in in the yard here hard to tell like hard to tell okay could be an uncle true could be uh, Uncle Ewan before they Poss- uh, that's possibly yeah for sure and then we get this other shot as it's as the music by Nicholas Bertel pops up mm-hmm. um another shot this is kind of this one's eerie but it's the father's back again walking away from where the camera is he's got his hands 
clasped behind his back, which is how he seems to walk in a yep. lot of these shots. And it's like he's walking away in disapproval or deep in thought or something. And, and into like the woods almost. Yeah, eerie is a good word. It's like, it's like, it seems a, like ghosts almost. Yeah, this looks like a field of dreams almost. Yeah. Like he's just going to walk into the cornfield and the, disappear. The scene earlier too when he was up on the rails uh, upstairs, that reminded me of a ghost type scene yeah, too. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it's like this, I think that's what they're going for. He's like, yeah. it's a father it's always figure, a presence. but, but yeah. he's not really there mm -hmm. for them i guess i don't know yep distant distant i missed that qu credit did you see you, it it was mary something consulting producer mary laws there you go don't want to miss you mayor so then we cut to a modern day shot out of a window of the empire state building mm -hmm. um consulting producer lucy preble mm -hmm. i would say preble yeah Preble? What? Yeah. Why would? What would you say that any other way? Well, at first I thought it was Pebble. Uh huh. Just because I can't read, and then I thought it was Preble, but I'm an idiot. It's Preble. Okay. Double no one, B's. No one's gonna argue that. Yeah. <laughs> Edit that out. Nope. <laughs> okay. So now we get a. We're cut. We're cutting back to. <laughs> we're cutting back to the old timey shots, and we get a bird's eye view of this mansion, the full like kind of like estate. Mm -hmm. Now, fun fact for you that I looked up on the internet, this mansion was also featured in the viral video, Too Many Cooks. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Too many cooks, too yeah. many cooks. I don't know where in that, like, that, that full video, hell. but it, it's the same exact mansion, apparently. Now, that's kind of funny, because wasn't Too Many Cooks a Funnier Die video yeah. originally? And yeah. then, obviously, Adam McKay and Will Ferrell are Funnier Die. That's, right. That's weird. That's a, that is a fun fact, Max. I know. Fun as heck. I did a, I did a deep dive for these credits, Gary. <laughs> Supervising producer, uh, Jonathan Glazer? Yep. You got it. Glatzer. Oh, Glatzer. 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 I thought that was a Y. And producer, Will Tracy, mm -hmm. before it cuts to a shot of the Kendall quote-unquote kid. The Kendall kid from the beginning in a tennis, uh, all-white tennis outfit. Almost looks like a Fila logo, but it's not. Yeah, with like a servant in the background. Yep. Um, like he's getting, uh, possibly he's in the middle of tennis lessons, but there's a, a servant in the background to give him lemonade when he needs it. I don't know. It's weird. It's kind of weird. That's nice. I mean, that would be great. Yeah. Fucking awesome if I had that life. Just someone always bring you lemonade when you're a little hot. Man, that'd be sweet. You know what? I don't drink lemonade, but that sounds refreshing. You know what's like, really good? Pink lemonade. I don't know about that. I, I I'm I'm a Pink, I'm a purist. You're an idiot. Pink lemonade is better. Ah uh, no. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's us. My girlfriend's right, Kyle and I. That's it. I'm putting out a vote. <laughs> Let us know on Instagram or Twitter. Pink lemonade or regular lemonade. Where are my Where are my homies at out there? My pink lemonade homies. My girlfriend's Kyle and I were walking on the street the other day, and a little girl had like a lemonade stand on the cross on the other side of the street, and okay. she called out to us across the street. She goes, "Hey, do you want some lemonade?" And I went, "We'll get you on the way back." And then when we were walking away, this guy remind me to go to the other side of the street <laughs> so we don't have to pass her on the way piece back. Of shit. <laughs> she all she wanted was a quarter and you could have had some delicious lemonade. Refreshing. It's probably pink lemonade. It's uh, gross. It's probably actually Le more, more than a quarter to kids these days. <laughs> okay, we're getting a lot of credits here, and the uh, kids right. are the kids are playing tennis. Yep. And we saw uh, Georgia Pritchett, co-executive producer. Yes. And the kids are whacking balls around on the tennis court with their old-timey like wooden rackets. Had to say it like that, huh? What? <laughs> whacking balls so again? I, I'm being, I'm, uh, I'm channeling my inner uh, Roman. <laughs> are you whacking some balls around out there? 
Uh, Such a Roman impression. <laughs> now you sound like the mobster. You sound like Patrick Capone. Well, last week he said something like, "Oh, moisten the old peepers," and I thought that was really funny. <laughs> now we get a shot of the mother, a mystery woman. Was this not the same woman he was talking to in that shot? Or we don't know. It's, it's impossible to tell you because you couldn't okay. make out that woman earlier. This woman is now lounging, kind of this on could a, be the mom, a chaise lounge. Because we out do, by the pool, yeah, we do see the mom in season uh, throughout the show. She lives in England. Yes, um, so this could be her looking kind of, I don't know, unhappy. Maybe she's longing for the for London or whatever, wherever she's from. I know those feels. Long for London? Yeah. Okay. Never been. Me, nor have I. But I, I do long for it. I don't really. If any, if anything, I would rather. I, there's a hundred other places I'd rather go before London. Okay. You want to name all of them right now? Uh, yeah. All right. Let's see. Paris. Okay. Let's uh, play right here. Greece. Uh, okay. So then it cuts to what we see. What she's watching, and it's another shot of apparently this father figure walking away yep. into the woods again, or the forest, or whatever yeah. is there. I would say he's out in the. It looks kind of like a horse horsey area garden area kind of where say. maybe where shiv was uh yeah. walking the walking pony, the pony the old, walking the pony the pony yeah co-executive producer john brown that's yes. the credit we see and now we're back to modern day new york yeah and now it looks like we're looking at some cables yeah i, I don't know what the fuck that is executive producer scott ferguson that, I, if you go back to that shot really quick but uh-huh. actually don't don't go back to it just okay. leave it paused here that shot is so random to me out of all, it, what is that? What did we just see? It's like a bunch of cross cables. Yeah, on, I think under. it was some kind of like a building, it's like weirdest, architecture weirdest thing. Shot. Yeah, it was weird. But I'm glad you paused it here because because we got ex- executive producer Tony Roach. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, we always talk about how people should take photos of their screenshot when their credits are on in various movies. Yeah, this Tony is a good Roach one. needs to have this one. Up right. What do we see? We see like an iPad uh, or a small laptop computer. That has ATN News pulled up, and we have that same uh, blonde news correspondent or host, I guess, from the Times Square shot. But now we actually see like the CNN type screen with the ticker at the bottom, and it says exclusive story: gender the, the Chiron is that what Chiron? It's called? Yeah, 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 Chiron. But there's also the ticker below that. Right, Sorry, you're right. Like the scrolling marquee or whatever. It says gender fluid illegals may be entering the country. Twice, so good, and for some reason, twice is in quotes, which <laughs> yeah. makes no sense. To the me. whole thing is ridiculous. It's so ridiculous, but but sort of what you would hear. You, on you might see Fox something like that on, on Hannity or whatever. And then, if you can, it's hard to make it out. But even below that, it says that a Democrat uh, something wants to create a Supremer Court. And then the other thing, it's hard for me to read it. What's that say? It says, is is Sweet Cheeks hate speech now? <laughs> <laughs> All it's right. great. So th- this is this was not in season one. No, but in season one, there was a different screenshot. Did you right. get that? I, I wrote it down what season one said. So in season one, it's a different woman. She's a brunette, uh, the news lady. And the, news, the ticker of the Chiron says, why are so many of our older celebrities dying? So that's pretty funny. And then later on, there's another shot in Times Square where it says, like, uh, a legal immigrant accused of dressing as neighbor and stealing her job. (laughs) (laughs) They're good. And along with that, not on the news, but, like, on the actual, like, just random ticker on the side of the building, it says, massive eggs recall hits over 2 million stores. That's not really funny. It's just bizarre. 
And then there's also a little like news thing about pandas that you can't quite make out. It there's just always like, always pandas. Yeah, it says about pandas. And then also there's like a um, this doesn't isn't funny at all, but it says plans to fund national park renovations announced by USDA Health. That's that's what I could read on the news ticker. That was like small print. That was season one. I like those. I like those little details. It's it's great. Yeah. But this this one, gender fluid illegals maybe entering the country twice is so funny and confusing with the twice being in quotes. I don't understand it. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna call you sweet cheeks from now on. Uh, yeah, that's hate speech. Yeah, that is hate speech. Yeah. No, um, but I'm gonna call you that. I, I, all right. Especially I, if it's hate speech. I have no problem with it. Okay. I don't hate it at all. Okay. I like it. Okay, okay, now I'm not going to call you that. <laughs> Very uncomfortable. See, reverse psychology. Executive producer Jan Trant- Tranter, as we see, we're kind of like looking up now at the Empire State Building with like, kind of like a, a city steam. Yeah, like there's always steam in so New York. This so like, this evoked memories of 9-11 to me for some reason. Like, doesn't really? It kind of, well, because the footage reminds me of like 9-11 footage. How like, it reminds me of like early 2000 type angle of looking yeah. up at the building and you see like a big puff of like smoky ash to i me. just saw it as steam because there's always like steam on the streets of new york for some reason like the I, thought about, and stuff. I thought about 9-11 for some reason like it, it, it looks like it's the only shot that i think that but it's made me okay. think that well, you I brought don't. me down now hey i did i'll never hey look, look look at here sweet cheeks <laughs> all right just don't bring me down uh, i'm talking like patrick capone patrick capone hey he would call you sweet cheeks yeah patrick capone would definitely call me sweet cheeks and he's not a gender fluid elite either. <laughs> okay, so we get we it skips back to the old timey camera. Yeah, and I should I should note that when it goes back in time, it always uh, it becomes a smaller frame, right? Like, like, the digital, like it was shot in like the what is it called, like high eight or super eight or something by, yeah, like that. Yeah, it's like a four by six photo as opposed to a long panoramic shot. Yeah. So um, I read that the company that did these credits, they're a company called picture mill and for these new this new sequence where they kind of like aged the kids a little bit and made it more 80s they actually tracked down two like vhs camcorders that used to have where you put like the full size tape oh, nice, in, nice. Um, on ebay to shoot those ah, they got cool. two in case one broke <laughs> but <laughs> yeah so that's how they did those but i don't know how they shot these huh. i'm assuming with a super 8 high 8 whatever it so. is yeah. i know nothing about cameras i mean you could probably just do it all digitally now true i mean fucking instagram has this filter true where you just make it look old so it's a shot of we're assuming the patriarch you can see this big ring. old ring yeah on his yeah. finger and he's his hands are like kind of like leathery yeah well, i was just gonna describe what they were doing but yeah they oh. are a little leathery okay. <laughs> they're <laughs> they're kind of like doing like a no like or that's it that's final motion Capiche. like what would you call it like it's like it's like it's almost like um the umpire saying safe yeah yeah but, but it's, it's, it's like this is finished hands. this yeah. is finished we're done talking about this right like, like it's something that logan roy would definitely do right it's dumb. very it's like it's i can see disturbing. him saying, now go oh, buy wow. pierce and fuck off and yeah. he does like an yeah. angry hand gesture yeah yeah that's the one i've been saying around the house a lot lately is that's goddamn fucking right <laughs> It drives Skylar yes. nuts. Skylar yes. hates up. Oh, and and Biscuit did not like it. Biscuit yeah. hates it too. Yeah. Uh, and it, obviously, they have a, the shot here too. Is like they're eating, and they have a bunch of fine. Uh, uh, cut. What's the word I'm looking for? Glassware. China? Yeah, fine China. China. Yeah. Okay, so this is a weird shot. It's a weird shot, and I fucking love it. Yeah. Uh, executive producer Kevin Mesick is on the on the screen and as those like uh chimes kind of back come back in bing, yeah bing, chime. 
there Giant. are kids riding an elephant. Yes. Like, it looks like they rented an elephant. Right. Just for a, a birthday party or something. Right. And the kids are all sitting on this uh, saddle kind of chair on the elephant's back. And awkwardly riding, like looks at like the elephants taking these. Yeah, it's not like it's not like one person riding the elephant. They've got this like weird, the kids are all these back weird to back. seats. Yeah, it's like they made the elephant a ride. Yeah. Executive producer Frank Rich, and now we've got a shot of modern New York, but it's looking straight up. Yep, it's a street view looking up. Yeah, kind of spin, kind of spinning sky. around. Mm-hmm. Two executive producers who have familiar names there. Uh, I've never heard of them. Will Farrell and Adam McKay. Yeah, I no. think. Um, who, uh, we know who Will Farrell is. Adam McKay, as we've mentioned, is his, um, I guess, production partner, writing partner. Um, yeah, they've been doing shit forever. And obviously directed The Big Short and Vice. And uh, Jeremy Strong was in The Big uh, Short. Anchorman. Yeah. Jeremy Strong was in the oh, big yeah, short. Oh yeah, Jeremy Strong was in the big short. Um, right. And we have said Nicholas uh, Bertel did music for the big short. Yep. So there's all those a lot of connections there. Adam Adam McKay pulling his people in, I guess. Yep. And we see their name on a like a uh, I don't know, kind of like a factory building. It looks like yeah. But in the, the building, skyscraper. I don't, know, I don't know what that skyscraper is. Do you know Nor what that was? No. Okay. No. All right. We're a lot of help. For we'll find out later. Here. Yeah. We get executive producer Jesse Armstrong. And now we're back to kind of like the 80s shot. And this is the shot that really makes everyone think that it is Logan Roy's home yes. videos or whatever. Yeah. Because we see the, we see his back of his head. He's at the head of the table. With the four kids, I guess, it is. are it, sitting at the yeah. table. And it looks like, I guess, I mean, it's hard to tell. Obviously, Shiv is on the right. And then 80s looking guy is Connor. I don't know. Or maybe, you know, eighties looking kids probably roam. Actually, I would think so. It's Roman. I would, think, I would think Shiv's on the right, on the right Kendall's yeah. on the right, Connor's closest yeah, to on the left, sense. and then yeah, that's my guess. Yeah, and they're outside eating, and then it. And we see executive producer Jesse Armstrong. I think you already said that creator of the show. Yep. Who, like I said, oh, I didn't tell you this. So I told you Jesse Armstrong wrote that screenplay mm-hmm. called Murdoch. He also wrote my favorite episode of Black Mirror. Which is the uh, it's called the entire history of you. Oh, that is that's yeah. the best one. And that's the only one he wrote. Oh, I didn't know he yeah, wrote that. It's oh, awesome, cool. Yeah, that was just a little fun fact for you, Dan. We're, yeah. we're we're fucking ripe with fun facts today. Yeah, you su- you sure are, sweet cheeks. <laughs> don't don't tell me that anymore. Okay, and now we're gonna cut to this next shot. It cuts to modern day, and it's from that same angle. Mm-hmm. And we've got the back of Logan Roy's head. He's in his cardigan that he wears all the time. Um, it says created by Jesse Armstrong. Yep, and he's in a, a, a workroom or a meeting of a some meeting sort. Room, yeah. yeah, a board, a board room, board maybe. Room, that's yeah, and it's weird because he's sitting. Yeah, so we mentioned that Stewie makes an appearance in these credits. He's Stewie's. He's sitting with Stewie. It's on blurry. The right. There's blurry looking characters, but you can definitely make out Stewie because of his dark beard. You can make out Jerry on the left, and I think it's Kendall sitting next to Stewie on the far right. On the far yes. right, but it's hard to tell who the other one is. There's a, there's a fourth person in the right. room. So it's like it's almost like this was his family back in the day, but now his family is really his business partners right. and or uh, investors or adversaries. Okay, so the last few shots are it's just black screen and we get the title succession. 
Then it cuts to a shot of the four kids from the beginning. Yep, it's back to the old timey, uh, old family video, and we. This is where we see every week it changes. You get the writer credit. Right. Th- this one in particular was written by the creator, and then you get the directed by credit right. at the very end. And then there's a quick cut, um, where they look away. The kids look away, and like the dad is barely in, is walking out of frame. It just one of his legs is in yep. frame and to step out of frame. They're just, yeah. but they're watching him again. That ghostly, like ghostly, distant, always there, but always leaving right. when you need him. Figure right, and then the last shot is a close up of the kids, kind of from like the chest down. Yeah, I'd I, say. I don't know why, but they're headless. Yeah, it's creepy. Yeah, it's, it's a very, very creepy. creepy image. Like and you said earlier, it. it's eerie. It's yeah, un- it's unnerving. Yeah, and that's it. Actually, there Whoa. we go. We did. We it. made it through those credits. I we didn't think did we were it. ever going to make it through. So the difference in the ending in season one is it goes back. In season one, it was just Kendall. I think yep, at Kendall the and the dad. Yeah, it just well because that, that's how it starts and that's how it ends. Just yeah. like these start with the kids and they end with the kids. Yeah. It's just the father and son. So how how it starts with um, the father holding like with his shoulder on Kendall in season one. A lot of people have noticed that it's very similar to the opening of the game, the it, dude, '90s movie it's from so similar. Yeah, and it's so it's it's um, so obvious similar that it seems like an homage. Well. Not only that opening shot, but there's other stuff in. The, yeah. So I, I've never seen the game. Oh, go watch it. I, I do. Fantastic. I know. I, my, oh, go I, watch that. I, my no, uh, wait, stop, <laughs> stop the podcast. Go watch it. You can go watch it. And my uh, my desk mate at work said the same thing that I need to watch it. Immediately. It's a great movie. And I saw, but I did watch the opening credits when I saw that people mm-hmm. were comparing. Dude, they're all. It's pretty much all home videos. Yeah. Obviously, it doesn't have the the modern shots of New York City, but it's a lot of the same fucking shit. Like the the estate. Uh, I think there's even a shot of like kids riding elephants at one point. He's he's insanely wealthy in the movie. Yeah. His dad was you know wealthy. Um, his dad uh, commits suicide or something from what I, from what I remember. Hey, that's don't not, spoil, that's, I'm gonna watch it. No it's spoilers. not a spoiler. You learned that really early oh, in the okay. movie. It's definitely purposeful. Yeah, it has I, to I'm not be, sure why. So- and I'm looking forward to like when. They're asked more, but I think people are just now getting more and more yeah. into these credits. People are actually going to listen to this podcast and then demand some answers from yeah. Adam McKay I want, and Jesse Armstrong. I want whoever interviews Jesse Armstrong um, next to play our entire podcast <laughs> episode from beginning to end so we can answer <laughs> Say, all the hey, questions. hey, man, do you have an hour and 15 minutes? Yeah. Put it on, listen to all these questions. Anyways, yeah, the game thing was uh, blew my mind. I didn't know that. All right, man. So we did it. So should we talk about some of our uh, HLs and LLs? What are, what are HLs and LLs? Highlights and lowlights. Uh, yes. Okay. Um, do you want to start or do you want me to start? Y- you go first. Okay. I think my favorite moment is the Chiron in season two. <laughs> like that gender fluid one. What's yeah. it, what was it again? One more time. It was uh, gender fluid illegals are entering the country twice. It's just... It, it's in it's quotes. like it's like a parody of Fox News while being something that I could believe Fox News would put on a Chiron. It, they would literally that could definitely be a, a Chiron. Yeah. yeah, the Fox News uh, spoof or bashing, whatever, however you want to look at it, is is hilarious. But my highlight is the elephant part. It's so bizarre, but like cool at the same time. You it's know, like, I have to say that you're not alone because as I was doing research for this and like looking at reddit and stuff like that people love that part i love it people it, love it, when, it the, when my, the bells come back in and yeah. right, right the, when well, it's like the highlight is the music obviously yeah. it's, it, it's great but the the visual highlight is the weirdest elephant part 
Because like everything else is just kind of like okay, they're rich kids and they have a pony, but but then with the when they're on the circus elephant, it's just so kind of like jarring and weird yeah. that I always it always catches my eye. So yeah, I love that part. That's true. I I, I do want to say that like I picked my highlight not thinking about the music, but that is like obviously by far the best part yeah. of these opening credits. Well, we're going to talk they're, more about the music and some so of the good. treats that's here true. at the end. Yeah. That's true. Uh, what was your least favorite moment? It, it, I mentioned it earlier. It's that it's the only shot to me that I don't know what I'm looking at. It's those mm-hmm. weird cables. I guess it's I guess it's a building or something in New York City, but um, it's just, I don't, it's just confusing. It's only a split second. Everything in these credits is a split second, but I don't like that. I would say mine is that moment where Logan's hands do the, <laughs> that's enough. That's does it hit a little too close to home? Maybe it might. <laughs> it might. Uh, when, when you wouldn't shut the fuck up to your dad, and he just wanted to eat his lunch or his dinner, and he was like, "All right, his, enough." His questions. big old gaudy yeah. ring on his finger. Yeah. <laughs> gaudy ring and his leathery man hands. Enough, enough, Maximus, Maximilian. That's your real name, Maximilian. You know, I didn't think about that when I picked that moment, but now I'm gonna. <laughs> it's uh. Now we're uh, now you need to talk to Doctor ATM. I think your, your therapist. Um, all right, so he he should, my therapist should be Doctor ATM with how much it costs. <laughs> That's why I don't have one. Can't afford it. Um, all right, so would these credits, Max, be better with a lion? <laughs> you can't resist. You can't resist. One hundred percent. These credits would be better with lion. Where? I, I want to pay homage, much like they paid homage to the game. I want to pay homage to where Better with the Lions started. Oh, with, uh, Ad- with the Adams Family okay. episode we did. Go listen to our Adams Family episode. There's a lion randomly walking through the house. I think it's episode so, six, maybe. I forget. Something like that. It's one of our earlier Seven, ones. Six yeah. or eight, yeah. Um, I want just the lion randomly wandering through the house during that shot where it comes down the stairwell with the painting. I like and just, it. Like, just no explanation. Just wandering through just, the mansion. Yeah, it's like their pet. That's it. And it. There we go. I, uh, I I that's actually better than mine. I, I was gonna have it trailing the the elephant because like the elephant shot's so quick that I want more of it. So I was thinking that maybe they do a quick shot of the elephant and then another they pan away and there's more kids behind the elephant riding a lion like a, oh, circ- like a circus okay. lion. Yeah. Okay. That's what I would do. Or mauling the children. Not this time. Not mauling. All okay. right. There's already enough darkness and tragedy and I don't know evil on this show. They don't need to maul a death. Okay. More death, More, I should say. Uh, oh, spoiler alert. Uh-oh. 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 All right, Max, what treats you got for us? I actually supplied a couple of treats, or at least one treat this week. I'm not sure if you if you even pull it up. But. Uh, the real treat is having you in my presence, mm, sweet cheeks. I don't <laughs> like this anymore. <laughs> okay, this first little treat I've got for you is just a remix of the theme song. It's okay. called My Number One Boy, as Logan refers to uh, Kendall as his number one in, boy. In the finale of season one, especially. Um, as like in on our podcast, I like to refer to Biscuit as my number one Aww, boy. Aw, man. You are like number six. <laughs> um, so this is... Uh, I'm not a boy, I'm a man. This is a remix, and the reason I chose it is pretty much for this moment that I'm going to click play right okay. here. That's goddamn fucking right! I want to mention that we post all these clips on creditscorepodcast.com, the site. You can find them there, but this one is worth watching because they just keep showing Greg and Tom giving each other thumbs up, and it cracks me up. The And that brings up the relationship between Greg and Tom is another favorite top three aspects of the show because it starts off so uncomfortable and kind of contentious, and bull, there's a lot of bullying involved yeah, with Tom's and, an and, asshole. And, 
even I thought it was going to be sexually harassing a little at first, bit. It yeah, yeah, like, at and first. that kind of faded out. That did fade out, thank God. But <laughs> but now they're a little more friends in season two, yeah. which is funny. A little more, they looked after each other a little bit. Which yeah, is, but they're still kind of like still fucking each other over, still at fucking the same each other time. over, still some intimidation and some bullying, but. Where they're giving each other the thumbs up is so great. Yeah, so <laughs> you can go watch these clips on creditscorepodcast.com, and, but I'm going to play a little bit more just to watch them give the thumbs up. <laughs> a little bit of a Britney Spears toxic yeah, mix yeah. in there. Wee-oh, but honestly, this, the majority of this video is them just giving each other thumbs up the entire I time. I watch it for it's a long great. time. So this next one I have for you is it just made the rounds last couple days, last few days yep. when, when we're recording this. Um, someone did the succession theme in Mario Paint. His name is Adam Salino. Yep, is that right? Yep, I think so. And th- this, even though this is a YouTube video on Twitter, it has way more views and likes and stuff. So. Yeah, he posted it on YouTube for us too. Um, apparently, this is. Mario Paint, which was a popular Nintendo 60... Super Nintendo? I can't remember which one. I think one. it was Super I think Nintendo. I Super Nintendo as well. Okay. Yeah. Uh, where you could you could also make like music mm-hmm. with like various Super Mario noises. And this one has a little plug-in, I believe, because people are all upset that they're not actual Super Mario Paint, but... Oh, really? So, yeah. Okay, Red did a little bit. It's still amazing. I love the cat in this game. I used to, oh, you hear the little <laughs> yeah. meow, it stands yeah, out so, so much. Good. It's so good. so well done yeah i sent this to my coworkers uh today and we we listened to it for a while we, did, we didn't get a lot of work done yeah this is this uh video is a minute and a half so yeah. there's a lot of uh well, Mario paint probably to listen 20 to. times um i got another cat coming up hang on <laughs> okay i just want to get that last one in there <laughs> nice <laughs> this next one i have for you is one that you have for yeah, me actually i found it you I sent this something. to me today yeah you want to tell the folks at home what we're looking at before I hit play? So, yeah, there's this meme going around called Bill Hader Dancing 2, and it's been created like a, its own separate Twitter page. It's funny. It's it's good. But this song in particular works just perfectly with his dance. I guess this was from like a, one of those thrown away Saturday Night Live sketches where it yeah. was like two, cut for TV or cut for time, but they released it digitally. And he's like this robot kind of dancing character that that you just buy for casual partying uh-huh. and so he's making all these stupid little faces but it does perfect with the song so check out yeah, the link so you have to we're going to be playing the song for you but if you watch bill haters dancing to it it's so funny yeah and so the account is just him dancing to all types of songs and this is the one to the su- succession exactly theme song. and the twitter account is just bill hater dancing too more thumbs up It's just, sassy. it's just you gotta go watch it you gotta see it. he does these funny thumbs up and the this faces he's making while he's dancing to it sassy is just great. facial contortions it's so good and then when the when it hits later the boom 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 he's like he does like a perfect head nod to it it's great it's so good uh the last thing i have for you now that we're done with all the music is just a super cut of a lot of the fuck offs yeah. on this show yes fuck off Fuck off. What? Fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. 
Fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. No offense. Hey. Fuck off. Then fuck off. Now fuck off. Does every character say fuck off I, in the show? I, I think they so. do. I think they just pretty much ran through everybody there. You know what the best one was? Greg at the end. That's goddamn fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not a fucked off though. To be you know technical about it. Okay, that's all I've got for you, nice. Gary. As far as clips nice. go, Good now shit. is the parts of the podcast where we score these credits. Oh yes, yes, I forgot yeah, about that. We we've got to do that, we right? Give credits, the credit they're due via. A key grip system. Yes, we score in key grips. We don't know what key grips are. We don't want to know what they are. We know that they're in end credits. We know that they're human beings who work very hard, apparently. They are key to the gripping, but, I yes, think. Yes, yes. But we use them for scoring on this podcast. It's pretty simple. It's scale of 1 to 10. 1 to 10. Gary. You, you want me to go first? Go ahead, yes. Man, this is a lot. Uh, I always let uh, Sweet Cheeks go first. <laughs> this is a lot of pressure because I have yet to give a 10. And I'm feeling a little bit of like I'm being drawn toward the 10 for these credits because the music Ooh. is so good. It's Emmy award winningly good. I've given some 10s and they feel good, buddy. Let me tell you. And I'm being drawn toward a 10, he but can't I do just it. can't do it He's yet be because to me, a 10 is my favorite perfect credit. We haven't gotten there yet. And this has just a couple tiny little... What little, if there are no perfect credits, Gary? Then maybe there's not. Maybe there's not. But in my head, there is one out there. So I'm going to give this... You're my, like you're like Logan Roy looking for the perfect replacement That's true. For him. That's and true. It just might and not really, be out there. really, it's just me. It's yeah. just me. Um, so I'm going to give him a 9.5 key grips. It's very high. Almost as high as... I, as highest I've, I've given is a 9.5, I believe. So I'm giving it a 9.5 key grips. I... Am going to go a little bit higher than you. What? But not to a ten. What? <laughs> You're giving our first uh, <laughs> yeah, not decimal, half. Yeah, <laughs> our first decimal point. I'm going to start changing the rules oh around. Oh my god! You know what's funny is, if you asked me after like the first couple episodes, these wouldn't like. I love the music. I would be like, eh, forgettable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're amazing credits, and yeah. like I'm learning more and more each time I watch them, and I still want to go back and study them, even though we spent this week yeah. studying. We could do as much season of- one and find all the differences and shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to give them a, a nine point seven five. Wow, grips. wow! Really make you do the math for uh, our average I, here. I didn't. I I, I bust out my calculator this time because I just don't have the brain power for that. So nine point seven five key yes. grips for you. Nine point five key grips for me. I think this might be our all time high. It could be. It's a 9.625 key grips is the final credit store store. I like it. Good job, everyone. Everyone involved. Credits. Yes. Ow. Love it. Excuse me. I burped a little bit. There. We yeah. did it. We've survived succession. Ooh, that was good. Yeah. I, and it's just, just in time for the uh, finale and or the finale may have just aired. Either way, get your succession fix on with us. By listening to this podcast and giving us five stars on iTunes, please, but yeah, please go leave us reviews uh, wherever you can. But definitely on Apple uh, Podcasts, they help us. It helps us a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, to, uh, a little slurry there, you buddy. Can, you can take a star off for my <laughs> for my Man, inability that, that to speak. Is good, yeah. <laughs> but it it really does help us out if you leave those. And uh, please follow us on Instagram, Credit Score Podcast. Yep, or on Twitter, Credit Score. Uh, where can people follow you, Gary? Uh, on my Instagram, uh-huh. I'm GC Dudak. Uh-huh. On my Twitter, I'm Dudak Attack. 
And um, I'm on Twitter as uh, Ruin My Week. Yeah. And on Instagram as Ruin underscore my underscore week. Important, important underscores. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's um, it, man. That's, that's it. great. Oh, and, oh, email. Creditstorepodcast oh. at gmail.com. Max checks all the emails, forwards them to me. Uh, and I print them out, and we hang them up in yeah, in, where exactly. we're in my office where we record. Yep, that, the podcast. All over the wall. Yeah, it's it's really oh, weird. Look at that one. From it looks Char- like that one's from Charlene. Yeah, it I looks like Charlene. Uh, good old Charlene. It looks like a serial killer's apartment. <laughs> <laughs> True, I like it though. Um, next up, uh, we're kind of all over the place, but I think we're getting into our Halloween stuff. Oh, give them something spooky. Yeah, so I think that's coming up uh, on the next couple. We're gonna Good, do some. Yeah. We're gonna do some scary shit. Yep, and uh, and we still have one in the in the hopper for uh, getting a little girly too. Yeah, we, yeah, that'll be coming down the little little girly. Yeah, yeah. with a special guest. Yep, it's so. true. All right, man. Well, that's it. I can't wait to watch Succession this Sunday. And, or uh, for those of you listening, what a finale! Am I right? Oh yeah, I oh. can't wait to. Uh, I, how do, I can't believe they, some more recaps. I can't believe they managed to top season one's finale. But I they said, sure oh, did. Crazy! I cannot believe that insert child's name here is now <laughs> in the running to be CEO. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I don't know if they're buying it, man. But all I can say is, fuck off! You're goddamn fucking right.